Welcome to Unleashing Your Awesomeness. My name's Harkin Akbash and through this series of podcasts, it's my intention and the intention of my guests to point you, uh, guide you, nudge you in the direction of truth, to spark that fuse within you, to unleash this awesomeness within you. Each and every one of us has this incredible power within us. It enables us to think whatever we want. It enables us to um, create whatever we want in our world and to experience, be consciously aware of whatever is going in us and around us. And this all happens without us doing a thing to make it happen. Now, during these podcasts, there's a good chance you're going to have an aha moment, an insight, a sight from within. Something's going to click. It may be during the podcast itself, or it might be later. It may be like a, a subtle aha, or it may be like a chorus of angels. So are you ready to join me on this journey to unleash your awesomeness? So I want to kick off with this series of podcasts with Know Thyself. Now I've been in the um, personal development field <clears throat> for the past 25 years. And one of my early mentors, Bob Proctor, he said this statement and it's it really stuck with me. And that's know thyself. And I believe it was an inscription that's on top of a temple in Greece. And when I heard this statement, <clears throat> what I heard was, When you know yourself, you know your capabilities, your limitations, and you've got the opportunity to improve upon them. Now, that may not be exactly what he meant by saying know thyself, but that's what I heard. And for most of my life, I saw myself as a person that will predominantly was in this worry, worryful state. person who had anxiety. Like small things could become like a big thing. And not only that, um, I always believed and felt like I was capable of more. Um, and also a desire for more as well. So, armed with the tools that I learned in my early days of personal development from things like affirmations, visualizations, you know, changing beliefs and all that, I was able to make some changes in my life up to a point. You know, they didn't always work. 
it's kind of like um they didn't work as it said on the tin so when i looked at myself myself and also my understanding from that statement know thyself my true self consisted of um my experiences life experiences beliefs and conditioning all of that in one made me who i am and that's what i thought the, not all the time but most of the time i was one of these people when the going was good i would always wait for the shoe to fall off wait for the shit to hit the fan so that's how i saw myself that's who i was myself and then one day everything changed a shift i had an insight i had it was actually like an awakening and it happened when i least expected it and yeah so it happened all when i least expected it. um and it happened I can sort of um, wrap it around the Sid Banks enlightenment story. So, if you if you don't know who Sid Banks is, Sid Banks, um, regular guy, he was a welder, originally from Scotland, lives in Canada, um, and you know he studied up to the ninth grade. Anyway. This guy, him and his wife, go to this couple's retreat. As far as I know, they had a kind of rocky marriage and they're going on this retreat to make things better. While on this retreat, he comes across a psychologist. And he's talking with the psychologist. And the conversations he's having with the psychologist day in and day out is talking about how insecure he is. And then it came to the point where the psychologist turned around and said, look, Sid, you're not insecure. You just think you're insecure. And that, in that moment, Sid had this awakening enlightenment experience where what he heard from the psychologist was it's um, what he heard was you just you're not insecure you just have insecure thinking and it's, it was such a big aha moment for him you know he turned around and said to the psychologist, he goes, do you know what you said? He goes, yeah, you're not insecure. You just think you're insecure. But to say this was like, you know, he, in that moment, he realized the only thing that he had was insecure thoughts and thinking, nothing more, nothing less. And this for Sid, 
it laid a path to the three principles. For me, in that moment in time, there was, I, I didn't, it was like this, I, it was like my insight, my aha moment is, you're not a warrior, yeah, you know, you, you're not, ang you don't suffer from anxiety, um, because chasing after dreams and, you know, everything's an uphill battle. You just have habitual thoughts. You just have thoughts and thinking wrapped around that. That's it. And the thing is, when we look at our thoughts, they're very transient. They come and go. I mean, there's a saying, you know, well, I don't know where I heard it or read it, but apparently we have about 90,000 thoughts going through our head during the day. And the thing is, most of them we don't listen to. However, and, and they just come and they go. However, we have just some habitual thoughts that just replay themselves. And through my experience over the past three years, through being in this inside-out understanding, and the inside-out understanding is basically um, our moment-to-moment -moment experience of life comes from within and not from outside. So, you know, how we experience life from a moment-to-moment -moment basis is all wrapped around the thoughts we have, the thinking we do, and the feelings we have in our bodies. Now, the, the feelings that we feel are basically um, a reflection of our thoughts. And if you look at our thoughts, they're very transient. They come and they go and it's kind of like if you were to imagine being on a platform and there's all these trains going past and if you could imagine those trains being like thoughts just going in and out of our heads however there's occasions where we jump on a train and it takes us down a certain route and we've got a choice of either staying on that thought train or jumping off at the next station. Now, to give you an idea of how our thoughts are really transient, are you up for a little experiment? Okay, so in a moment, I'm going to ask you to scare yourself. Nothing big, nothing major. As you do this exercise, we'll do it for about 30 seconds. As you do it, you'll notice a feeling in your body. Now, wherever you're feeling it, you could have your eyes closed or eyes open. Point to it 
and just put your attention on that feeling not on what it is that scares you so if you're ready let's go i'll i'll talk in the meantime so i'm gonna start let's go we'll do 30 seconds so just scare yourself and point to where you feel it in your body and just focus your attention on that feeling just there sometimes you might notice that feeling might move just focus on that feeling okay stop chances are when you've done that you'll notice that feeling of the fall it just goes the moment we don't we stop paying attention to it it will go and one of my mentors Michael Neal also talks about thoughts being like clouds in the sky they come and they go so the question is if you are not your conditioning your beliefs your thoughts who the heck are you and what are you now the thing is let me just very quickly backtrack if he was your thoughts your conditioning your beliefs okay anyone else if that was absolutely true anyone else who has that i mean let me let me just sort of backtrack so previously i thought um i was my conditioning that's what and my experiences made who i was along with beliefs as well if that was absolutely true everyone who had that same um, conditioning that same life experiences would have the same sort of outcomes in life it's like this so if someone came from like a poor neighborhood um, and became successful if that was absolutely true it would mean everyone from a poor neighborhood would be rich and successful but that isn't the case because there's some that who came from a poor neighborhood and remain poor come from a poor neighborhood and have a happy marriage so when i'm talking about truth here i'm talking about like absolute truth so let's come back to the question who and what are you then and to really grasp this who and what each and every one of us is we need to go to the time before was i'm going to use the word um what sid bank said the time before we were compact contaminated by thought 
So if we go back, way back, and that would be the time when more than not we were like babies. When we were babies, you know, or little toddlers. How many of you know any toddlers who need therapy? <laughs> None. When we look into the eyes of a child, and most parents would so could relate to this, you see like literally pure potential. You see this absolute love in them. You see this desire to step forth and go. And it's like, They've got an abundance of confidence and apparently and there's only two things that babies are really scared of and one of them's meant to be loud noises and the other falling. But even though when it comes to falling, how many times does a child try to get up and walk and then only to fall down? They don't do it one once or twice and then um, say, okay, look, I fell down. I'm, I'm giving up on this walking stuff. Um, yeah, I tried this talking shit. Um, yeah, I'm giving up on it now. There's this thing, this curiosity to grow, to develop in them. Now, if that was us then, uh, what's changed? What's happened? If that, and also, that then, what we had at that time, point in time, is something that we always had. It's, it's in us. It doesn't go away. It's there. The only thing that takes us away from that is our thoughts and our thinking. That's the only thing, and we could even call it as interference. That's the only thing that really takes. It's always there. And I call this pure awesomeness. The thing is, it may be, mean some, you may use another language or another word, and that's a trouble word because they always can mean different things to different people. However, are you up for another experiment? So before I go through that experiment, it's basically, if we were going to get in touch with this, um, this experiment we're going to just do, it's going to reveal to yourself the feeling of it because sometimes words are so hard to describe it so if you want to and this experiment that we'll do you'll get in touch with the feeling behind who you really are so if you're ready let's start this experiment i'll give you the description first so I want you to feel what you would like to feel all the time. So this is a feeling you would like to feel 
all the time so I want you just if you want close your eyes and just sort of rest with this feeling so we'll do this for about 30 seconds so one two three So what did you notice? How did that make you feel? And more to the point, when was the last time you felt that? I did this experiment and when I did it, that feeling that I felt when I felt, when I looked back, when I felt it, at that point in time, it was 12 years before. And that, that feeling, is always there. That is, if we were to describe who we are as a feeling, that's it. And that awesomeness is always there within you. So until our next podcast, I'm going to give you a homework if you're up for it. When you notice a particular feeling, and when you're aware of that feeling in you, notice where your attention is. And I look forward to speaking to you on the next podcast.